Welcome to episode 59 of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. This week's episode will focus on players that we think have the best chance of losing their number one role on their team, so pretty much bust, and who can replace them. And then also what uh, rookies to target at each position. And I'm John, joined by Anthony and Brian, as always. Hey. What's up? Were you crumpling, crumpling a piece of paper during your opening? Me? Yeah. No, no, I don't have any papers in my hands. Oh, I felt like somebody was crumpling something. I heard a crumple. I'm surprised it wasn't you with, like, potato chips or something. No, 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 no <laughs> chips for me. Yeah. Maybe Alice Weird. was doing something in the background, but... I guess you didn't uh, take my advice on, the, advice on the whole preseason thing. But okay, alright, let's uh, get going. Well, I mean, people can see you when the episode comes out. It's not like... It's like undated. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about this offline. I have I have bugaboos <laughs> about these openings. Well, then you can do it. Yeah, Brian, you can start doing the openings. Maybe I will, or write a script. You know, I think that's probably the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, script it up, like that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been carrying the intro loop for like literally like the past like you, yeah, it's basically like fifty like, episodes. But yeah, I only did the ep- uh, so at the beginning to start. I mean, um, you guys can you know come a lot of cursing. I'm not. I am not. Not a lot of. I am not. It's not always constructive. It. It's just Brian. Meant, it's just meant to break me down. Brian is. No. <laughs> I am perfectly happy with your intro. Hmm. So. Seems like you don't care that much about it. I well, you know that this might be the. Uh, the starter position that loses his uh, oh shit loses his number one position uh, halfway through the season shit's getting usurped well since we're talking about that Brian do you <laughs> want to start us off on that do you have a All couple right, guys yeah, in so mind so we're talking about we're going to start with QBs um, there's a lot uh, it's hard to pick a top one of somebody we think who is just going to lose that dang job pretty early in the season I don't want to I mean there's so many to pick from I don't want to beat up on your Jets John I just don't think McCown's going to last too many games well, well, without yeah, getting obvious. injured well, because I mean, of that line it's not even just that I mean I think they wanted Petty and after what he like showed versus the Giants um, but he got hurt so yeah. they're well, even forced. if Fetty goes in, I don't but, think he's lasting right. very long because I think he's getting hurt too. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they gonna? I mean, I guess maybe it's Kaepernick time. Like I'm sure. Like I'm. I would not be surprised at all if all three quarterbacks play at least one game, or at least start one game. Oh yeah, I think, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they all started one game by like week eight, and then they <laughs> recycled another one. Just just kept going through and through. Yeah, just like get one in there, have them get beat up. Have them kind of recuperate. Put another one in there. Like just, it's just it'll be a tag team match, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like one guy will be getting like a like a rear naked chokehold and just like crawling slowly to the corner <laughs> to get that tag. Yo, they'll make the hot tag, but like the hot of the hot tag is just like not going to come. Or maybe maybe <laughs> the new quarterback will come in and win a game, and then never win again, and then that's how they'll win their game. Like every time they have a new quarterback, they win a game. So they will, they'll win like three games. Three games. Not bad, three thirteen. It's like three more wins than a bunch of dicks think they're gonna win. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so not, let's not beat up on the Jets too too much. Uh, I have two choices, or just but, not talk about them too much. You know, uh, all right, that's fine too. I could do that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, I have I have sort of had two choices. Um, 
Uh, I think I'm going to go with... Damn it. Uh, Tom Savage. Oh, yeah. That's easy. It's not going to last long. I think they're going to want to see what Watson has. And Savage is... I, I mean, apparently Hopkins loves... Savage, but I mean, I guess he could just be saying that because it's his quarterback right now. But I think they want to see what they have in Watson, and Watson looks very dynamic as a quarterback. So I say, what three, four games? I think Watson's gone. As yeah, one. I mean, he's oh, sorry, definitely looking good gone. as a mobile guy. Um, he's a little off target on some of his passes, but he is a rookie, rookie. and he had that same problem in college, is what the scout said. I think it's for Savage. It's all about how um, if they lose any games. I mean, the defense is really good, so it could be possible that they he's not playing well, but they're winning games, and they're not going to take him out. That's oh. the same theory I have about Alex Smith, where, I mean, Alex Smith is better than Savage, but where he could not be playing well or playing very mediocre, but the team's good enough where they win. Yeah. And... Uh, it makes it a lot harder decision on the coach to take out a quarterback if the team starts four and one or something like that. Defense is good enough if Watt is healthy. Oh yeah, for them to start four and one and Savage play completely mediocre or not well at all. Yeah, and I mean honestly, I think anything is going to be an upgrade from what they saw last year with Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, mine's going to be uh, Andy Dalton. I feel like wow. Yeah. Whoa. Wow, that's out of left field. Well, I mean, not really. They, they've they've played McCarron a bunch. But you really think Dalton's going to lose it? Wow. Yeah. That's... Didn't think that just, was coming. Just no. what I think. I mean, like, you, like honestly, like I was thinking that, maybe Carson Palmer, for some reason, they're high on Blaine Gabbert. Like, I swear to God. What? They were super I high. Thought, I, I mean, my other one was Glennon losing it to uh, Trubisky. That's too easy. Like, Trubisky, yeah, Trubisky's going to start anyways, probably. I like, thought our biggest... Um, I thought somebody was going to do... A hot take of possibly Cutler to Moore. No, I mean, no, nah, they love Cutler so far. Not even just that. I, I mean, so think. far until like you know he starts. I think Moore is just such shit. What Moore came in and played nice. Moore's better than Gabbert. Yeah, I didn't say and he was probably better than McC- AJ McCarron. <laughs> that it's hard. I mean, remains to be seen. I think Moore came yeah, in and played really it. well last year, but yeah. um. I don't know. The uh, Carson Palmer one—that's a—that's a hot take. That's I'm just saying. Yes. I'm just saying what I, I read a couple articles where they're extremely high. on your sources? Well, well, yeah, my sources. <laughs> Weren't they extremely high on Gabbert in San Francisco too? Yeah, that's what led the, to the initial ousting of Kaepernick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Look, Well, also he like... sucked last year at Kaepernick, but well, no, we'll, we'll not talk about that. That doesn't fit the narrative that he was no. really bad last year. No. He was all right last year. But well, he was pretty bad last year. I mean, I just think I think the Dalton thing is crazy. I don't think there's no way Dalton's losing. Well, I mean, whatever. It's, it's a game. All right, we're going to uh, running backs that we think. Yeah, we're gonna. I got. I got one. I mean, that let's might, start. Let's start with one. Okay. Well, I got one that's a little bit of a long shot. It's been my pick for a couple of sleepers in the leagues that I've drafted in so far. I don't think we've mentioned him on the podcast so yet. But um, Chris Carson from Seattle, oh, yeah, I yeah. think he, I think yeah, he has a chance. Boy. I think he's got a chance to do to claim the number one spot. Thomas Rawls and Procise, you know, are always banged up and hurting. 
Eddie Lacy's probably going to gain 300 pounds on, like, sushi somehow. Like, it's just, like, he's been working with the number ones. He's great in the passing game, too. So if you if you have PPR, he's a good sleeper to have. But And that's that my, that's bad my line also, I mean, a lot of hits behind the line. Could be a lot of injuries. Yeah, that's true. That could lead to a little bit of a revolving door like we saw last year with their running backs. There was a... There's a lot of injuries with that core. Look, it can happen. I mean, like I said, Rawls likes to get injured. Uh, uh, Procise, same thing, and we don't like Lacey, so yeah. maybe. Who knows? I had two other guys, too, but I won't say it in case you guys say it. Well, that's good. Let, right. Br- let Brian go. All right, I'll say one. I've kind of been, been saying it all podcasts. I just think, you know, I think Lamar Miller, they would have – Replaced him earlier. They would have replaced him at some point last year if uh, Alfred Blue wasn't their backup. They tried to give Alfred Blue some time last year, and he's just miserable. Alfred Blue's really bad. They did the same thing when um, what's his name would always get hurt. Aaron Foster was always hurt, and Alfred Blue had I think one good game, yep. like the first game that he filled in for Foster, and everybody was going all crazy for him. And then he just was poop after that. So now that they kind of have this draft pick, I don't think it's going to be the first couple weeks. But I think you'll start seeing the draft pick get some carries and some carries. And it might be kind of like a Perkins from last year where he takes over by the end of the season. So it might help you out in your end season. But I I wouldn't be too happy about having Miller and... Uh, Expecting him to go full season, but you know, I, I guess I think Miller's proven people wrong before with good fantasy years. So, I you, just, um, so you think at some point Foreman's going to just take it? Yeah, I, and and I don't know if he's going to take it to the point where he like look is the guy who looks so much better. I just think they're going to get kind of tired of. If, the, if things play out the way they did last year, they're going to get tired of Miller. But um, if Miller reverts back to his dolphin self, then who knows? So uh, that's kind of... If I was a Miller owner, I'd want to draft Foreman too in like the 13th or something. Just pick him up, get him on your team. I'd, I, I would want him. I mean, I drafted him last year, so I was happy with it. Foreman's a rookie. No, sorry, this year. My bad. I'm yeah. going to say yesterday I drafted him. Sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really That's tired. That's okay. Um, all right. I, I, I mean, I like Foreman. I do. Uh, I could see that, you know, some sort of changing of the guard possibly happening at some point. Um, I went with one that I don't know if people agree with, but I think Isaiah Crowell might lose majority touches at some point to Duke Johnson. You've, uh, you've been saying this. I know, but apparently they really do like him in Cleveland. They've, he's been playing really well. In a, um, Just recycle your arguments from the past like three years. Look, I'll keep if recycling. You say this, if you say this in 2019, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> now that's when Clive Wolford comes back. That's when I'm bringing him back. Uh, deep cuts. So, <laughs> I know, right? Gotta listen to that podcast. Someone, there'll be like one person, be like, ah, I get that, that yes. random reference. But look, he's 23. He's young. He's he's looking good. He's yeah. He's not uh, the biggest like like 
rushing like uh, attempts, but he sees a lot of work in the passing game. Uh, I feel like they're going to try and open up the the like you know, they don't want Kaiser back there a lot, so they're going to use a lot of uh, sets where they need a, a running back who can catch the ball. So I think he's going to be on the field a lot, and I just think he's more talented. Like I really do. I don't think Crowell's that talented of a running back. Crowell's the same kind of thing though, where he's yeah. real. He's a lot younger than you think. No, and I know he is. He's a lot younger than you think. It's true, but I don't think he's he's not he's not a good receiving back. And I just don't think he's as talented as Duke Johnson is. I mean, Crowell I almost averaged talented. five yards per carry, per carry and was yeah. top fifteen. So uh, I I think he's definitely more talented than Duke Johnson. Well, according to a lot of people in Cleveland, they like uh, the coaches like. Um, with New Jackson, I believe, uh, really likes Duke Johnson. So, as like a Swiss Army knife type guy, I yeah, think they really nice. like him. I think they really like him as a change of pace guy out the backfield. But they've third also down been, guy. he's going to be a third down guy. Not, yeah, just, they've been I, pumping up Crowell all off season that like he's going to be the, a top five running back type thing. Like, if they like Johnson, they really like Isaiah. I just think they're happy about their backfield. I I. I'm telling you, by the end of the season, I think Duke. Not even by the end of the season. I think by like week eight or nine, Oof. Duke Johnson is going to be the more valuable Cleveland running back. Down. Okay, that's that's a little crazy. Okay, I, I just I strongly disagree. That's fantastic, and uh, but that's will, what this is about. I will take your disagreement, and I, I just I mean I can note like that. Yeah, it's, this is what it's all about. You know, <laughs> if we all agree on if we all agree, I'm just saying it would be really a better. Better runner. He their O line just got better. He's gonna get the more running, the more right. touches running early in the season, and like their offense might be better than actually. It's no, it's decent chance be to be better than it was last year. Oh, so. I, this, I think this. So if he was fourteen last year, what do you think he's gonna be this year? He's gonna be. He might actually be top ten. Mm, no. I just, I just see it. Yeah, I think so. I, I've been um, gaining steam on him. I started off late on the Crowell bandwagon, but I've kind of been running alongside of it, trying to jump on that bus. Nah, I've been waiting. I've been looking down the road to see where it actually goes off the tracks. I'm not even. Uh, I got one that's a little bit of a jump. Hmm. Don't worry, it's not Coleman and Freeman. Obviously, I knew we weren't doing that. That's no, crazy. No. That's crazy talk. I, I, now I think that. Freeman's a better running back, but I'll always think that Coleman has a, a great place in that offense because he's very good. Anyway, um, you know, this is why I have this guy valued as a high running back, and I really like him, and he's been good every single year of his career. I just think they have a dude that is amazing right behind him, and I just don't know how it's going to play out. So I've been avoiding him in every mock in our first draft. DeMarco Murray oh, and Henry. Yeah, yeah. I love Murray. I Murray is the quintessential fall forward for four and a half yards. And I think that's so fucking valuable. But Henry just looks so explosive. I know Murray, no matter what, Mur- I mean, Murray's an amazing pass catcher. So he's not going to... He's not going to have a bad year. Um... Cool. Like I think Murray's going to be fine. I just think he's going to lose some of those within the ten and fifteen yard, and it's going to hurt him. And we might be looking at 
Murray and Henry both ending with near the same amount of fantasy points, but both being good mm, amount of fantasy I, points. I don't think this is the year. Unless Murray gets hurt, I, I still see excuse me, um, Murray being the the seventy thirty guy. Like I don't I don't see there being a change yet. Murray is too good like you said, he's a good runner. He's a really good out, out of the backfield for catching the ball. Uh and yes, they do like Henry, but it's it would be I think it would be dumb of them to take I know I know Henry's good, but it'd be dumb of them to, to take Murray off the field too much. Like you take him off the field to give him a breather let Henry get his like some of his carries, but to get Mario to field too often, I think that's that's bad. I mean, and I I think they know that. Maybe maybe it's next year or the, but I think this year it's still Murray. See, but, I I think it might be dumb to take him off the field, but for a different reason, where Henry's your future, and I just you know you just talking about this, it kind of just snapped in my mind. That this might be that kind of year, like the Cubs with Oraldis Chapman last year. This might be the year where they run Murray into the ground and is like, and are like, we're giving like he's giving us everything he has. He's we're gonna put him out there. We're gonna uh, try to win it all with him, and we're gonna switch to Henry next year. Like Murray, you get all your carries. We're gonna yeah. fucking run you into the ground. Henry's our guy next year. So yeah. there is a possibility of that. I, ju- I like you talking just kind of made me think of that. <laughs> and it's kind of what the Cowboys did to him his last year too. And I could see that there being potential where Murray's only on the team for one more year and this is his like extreme bell cow year. Yeah. So well, there's always potential. Yeah. No, his he's able to be cut with no dead money next year. So there you go. So yeah. they could they could run him into the ground. So that's a good thing for him. And then tra- trade him or just let him go if, like, you know, need be. And, yeah, so that's right. It's good, really good news for Murray owners. Bad, yeah, good. Du- bad news for Murray. <laughs> yeah, John, I didn't know that. Nice. That, yeah, that is that is good news for them. Um, yeah, and bad news for Murray. But, you know, it's football. It's, hey, gonna, it's, it's a business. Yeah, they're going to do that. But, so, yeah, okay, maybe we'll hold off on Murray this year. And uh, go really high on Henry next year. Right, well, but I still like Henry on your team because Murray has been injury prone. And Henry has shown that he is a good running back. Yeah. In, in his, well, uh, there's guys like that throughout the league that are like might not get the majority of the carries, but you can see they're really good running backs. Yeah. So oh yeah. Just having them on your team is is nice. Agreed. Uh, also, are we counting Latavius Murray and Dalvin Cook? Is that a thing, or is Dalvin Cook already the uh, I think... Uh, yeah, it seems like he's already favored. Yeah, I think they... Latavius Murray, just, he just... If, if people don't understand that he benefited so much from that Oakland line, and the touchdowns were that are completely not going to happen again, then people are blind. Because now he's going to a much worse offensive line. What, we're attacking yeah. blind people now? What? We're attacking blind people now? Yeah. So, like, Delvin Cook is their future, not Latavius Murray. I just... They do. Sometimes you wait a little bit on rookies unless you're an Elliott or a Fournette. Unless you're, like, one of those guys that's a top ten pick. 
there are, the teams have been known to wait a little on rookies. He was a second round pick, so I, I don't think that they're just going to go off and give uh, Dalvin Cook eighteen to twenty two carries a game right away. He was a, he uh, let's let's sort of say Not he he, he, he was a second round pick, but he was basically fringe first round. Like he could have been a first round pick. Yeah, but still, I mean, I, I think yeah, maybe he'll get the goal line carries, and maybe he'll get this, but. Murray's still going to get, what, 12 carries a game, I would think. I maybe, think he's maybe, still in that line for the 12-ish range. But maybe at first. I think after they see that Latavius Murray's not that good of a running back. I mean, that's just me. I, I don't think he's that good of a running back. I think they'll see that. I mean, you guys were talking on the podcast a, few, a month or two ago about, like, I think, Brian, you said one of your friends was like, do you think Murray will end up with a... Uh, yards per carry, less than like three three yards per carry or something like that. Like you know, like they would like, feel like that down on him. Yeah. They, they don't even think he's going to end up with three yards per carry. Like wait, yeah, that's rid- really which, bad. Is rid- which is ridiculous. I mean, those I'm, are Jeremy Hill numbers. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going more like three point five. But I just I think if Murray starts, you know, crappy, which I don't think he, I think he will. I think he will. Um, it's going to be the Cook Show from. Starting week four on. Do you think there's any chance that, uh, that for like the Eagles just misuse Blunt? They put in Smallwood, cut Blunt, and Blunt goes back to like the Patriots have an injury or two in their backfield and he goes back to the Patriots. Like exactly what happened when he was on the Steelers and what happens every year. Blunt goes to a new team, gets cut, then goes back to the Patriots and kills it. He's like a fish spawning upstream I would, I wouldn't to doubt go back it. to his home. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt seeing like Gillisley getting hurt, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, now we only have White, Lewis, who can't. They both those guys can't be three down backs. Yeah, and, all and, three of the their running backs are pass catching backs and, besides Gillis. And then they have and then they have the racist Burkhead, and they're like, "Well, we really need a, <laughs> We really need a black guy on this team." So they go and they just they resign Blunt. We I, we like to say Burkhead is not a racist. He is not a racist. Burkhead, we just like we to just say. think that Burkhead sounds like a racial slur. If it we, if it wasn't a name and somebody just said called you a Burk, <laughs> somebody called you a Burkhead, like if somebody called a brown person a Burkhead, it would sound so, like a racial slur. Yeah. So we um all 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 in fun. Like we're just not obviously obviously we do not think Rex Burkhead yeah. is a racist. He could be. Never know. He may be, but we we don't we are not. Yeah, well, it's not for us to judge. We that have is, no clue what yeah. kind of person he is. <laughs> All right, we have uh, no insight on his racial, uh, you know, thoughts, biases. Yeah. All right, or lack thereof. <laughs> moving on to wide receiver, which is a bit harder. I mean, it is a bit harder because it's you know. Yeah, you could still be like a ones, a twos, a twos, a one. You it doesn't. Yeah. There's really. It's more ceremonial who the number one wideout is. I mean, yeah, sort of. I mean, most of the time, the number one sort of gets paired up with the best corner. I mean, do we yeah. want to start off with Keenan Allen being close by Ty- Tyrell Williams? Well, the only reason why Keenan Allen would lose number one is because he gets... Um, Even if he stays healthy, do you think? Because he gets... Um, uh, no, I don't think there's a chance if he stays healthy. Look, come on. Let's not kid ourselves. If he's healthy, 
Just a, just a question. Yeah. You watch him. He's one of the best route runners in football. I really, I really or think John hates Keenan Allen. I really don't. I think John hates Keenan Allen. I really don't. He's always I, yeah, is he trying even to bring John? Oh, I'm sorry. It has to be asked. Though. You just keep bringing him down. You try to bring is him down. Is he even your boy? If he if he doesn't get injured, then how, I don't. All right, I don't, all right, my I don't re- understand what qualifications Tyrell has. Yeah, yeah. maybe be better than Allen. Maybe Keenan Allen gets polio. Like that's the only way it happens. All right, uh, yeah. all right. My real one is Jarvis Landry falling out to Devonta Park. Uh, all right, there Devonta you go. Park. I like that one more. There you go. That's I mean, that, that's like that's one that's definitely going to happen. I feel like oh, definitely going to happen. The has there been somebody that's had such a good record? Where he has oh, he's tied with Odell for the most receptions for the first three years of his career, and, and it's just so uninspiring. Wait, yeah, that was I. I like, it's so not... weird that I'm so uninspired by Jarvis Landry, but oh, okay. he, because he's but he's, he's all isn't... he's like all just like tries to get yards after the cat. Like it's all like four yard out passes, and mm-hmm. he tries to like scramble for uh, more yards, but then runs five yards backwards. Yeah. I mean, he is good at yards after catch. He's no Golden Tate, but he is good. <laughs> hey, best in the league for like four years in a row at yards after catch. I, I wish Jarvis Landry had a quarterback like Stafford. You know? I really wish. Well, Golden I mean, Tate is actually the best yard after catch. No, no, I know. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying like, I wish Landry had a quarterback that was just... Tannehill's not bad. Though. Oh, come on. Tannehill's not He's that not good. Stafford. No, Stafford's much better, but Tannehill's not... Terrible. Tannehill's in that flat, like a Flacco. But even think if like Landry had Rivers, like he could be like a Keenan Allen with the amount of catches he gets. With I don't the... think he's as explosive. I don't think he, he's no, not no, as explosive on his cuts Unless, than Keenan Allen. No, Keenan make, Allen doesn't make people miss. Like, Keenan Allen guys is look. Keenan Allen's a boy, but you put someone like Landry who can make people miss. Mm. He's quick. Mm. What do you mean? He runs like five yards backwards and gets tackled every, like half the time. Look, it's are you crazy? You you're crazy. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm done with Landry. I, I just don't think he's that great of a receiver. I think he's a good receiver. I, think, I receiver. think he's really good. I think he's very serviceable. Um, I just don't think he's very explosive, and he's never going to be a touchdown guy, which which hurts when it comes to fantasy football. I just say you put him on a team with a better quarterback. I would love to see him in a Saints uniform. I mean, that would be fucking nuts. Him across from Michael Thomas. That'd be great. Dude, right. he would, he's always a good, like, he's a chain mover. He's somebody you always want on your team. But when it comes to fantasy, his his lack of ever being a touchdown guy. It hurts. It does. It hurts. Yeah, it, it's, he could keep, he could keep killing it with receptions, but. It's always like seven for he gets like seven or eight receptions and it's always like sixty yards. And it's maybe so bit, he, but, but maybe it's not a, him. Maybe it's the offense. That's true, and I'm not down. Yeah, but this is what we're talking about. I know with the type of offense, especially with Jay Cutler, who likes to. Th- you, everybody knows he likes to just gun it. He's a deep ball gunslinger. That might help Kenny Sills. So the. And Devontae Parker, Devonta who's Parker. a first-round draft pick. No, I know. But look at, look at Stills last year. Yeah, Stills was... He, like, he, like, he had, like, 40, like, 40 catches and, like, seven of them were probably, like, long touchdowns. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Uh-oh, brother. Do you tell him? There's going to be some barking. That's all right. 
Alright, well, now we got, we got zero in the episode. What, last week? We could always ago. cut this part out. No, 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 no. We'll leave it in. We'll leave it in. I like this. Why um, didn't we cut it out? Because it's funny. Actually, um, Kenny Stills was pretty surprising. He had 10 games of double digit. Yeah, well, because it, it was like. Wait, 10, 10 games of what? Double-digit points or reception? Uh, double-digit points. So the point, yeah, it's because he'd have one catch or two catches for like 80 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Like, it was like one play that was huge for Kenny Stills. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, he was a surprising guy for me. But it was that so was hard like, to, yeah. it was so impossible to predict the, what, what he was going to do. So uh, it was uh, so impossible well, to predict. Also, if you like judging people by contracts, they gave him a pretty good contract. So they're going to want to use him. But I think when you put in a new quarterback or want to judge somebody who might take over, you got to go with the guy with uh, the raw talent. So I like John with Parker. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely more mean Parker. Um, um, I got a guy, yeah. wide receiver. Um, this might be a little tough. Um, what? Maybe not fully losing it, but I think Fitzgerald's going to take a step back. Larry Fitz is going to take a step back, and I think John Brown might start stepping up to be that guy for the Cardinals. That may be a little crazy. I but think it has a chance to go back into that 1,000-yard, uh, 1,000-yard thousand thousand share that it was two years ago. I just think John Brown is finally over everything that he had to deal with. You know, He had oh, the concussion. He had the sickle cell weird shit going on. Um, Look, in the podcast, we hope so. Big John Brown fan. We are big John Brown fans. Wish him the best. And he's looked good so far. He looked good in the preseason. It looks like him and Palmer had that chemistry again. And at some point, when is Fitzgerald going to like take us like regress a little bit? Well, he he, I mean, not, he definitely slowed down a lot during the last five he, games. He did, he did. And and also him being in the slot helps him a lot. I mean, that kind of has rejuvenated him. He's kind of been the Anquan Bolden-ish lately. So he can regress when it comes to his uh, physical talents, but his how they're using him is still going to allow him to get catches and touchdowns. It will, but I just think at what point is he going to just like, I don't want to say break down, because he just, I think he's too physically like good of a player and fit that he's not going to break down completely, but I just like no, you see it. Like, what is he? He's thirty-three, right? Like something like that. Like yeah, yeah. he's gotta start yeah. just slowing down. Like, and someone like a John Brown's gonna, who has that burner ability, who looks like he can start running better routes, um, will start right. just moving up, you know, above him in in receptions, and you know, just he just you'll just become right. a better receiver. If you told me John Brown's gonna get more yards than Larry Fitzgerald this year, I think I would. Agree with you, and I I think I like that assessment. Um, if you're going to tell me he's getting more fantasy points, I think it's going to be very close. But 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 see where Fitzgerald is getting drafted compared to John Brown, yeah. and you're sort of getting. Well, I mean, a lot. He, he's still Fitzgerald, so over a thousand yards, over a hundred receptions. So. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, look, he's Larry Fitzgerald. He's one of the best receivers to probably ever play the game. Um, but like I said, I just I worry about at some point the regression, and that's why he. He's a guy I would never. I'm not drafting this year because he goes way too high, and I'm just too worried. Like in our league, he went in round three, which I think is ridiculous. Jay, you're crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think he goes high too. But even last year, a year younger, I picked him in round five. Yeah, like I don't. 
Would you would you feel comfortable? I mean, I wouldn't as my number two wide receiver. Not really. I feel more comfortable with him as a flex flex position. I mean, he was. But then again, he also was my number one wide receiver all last year, or two, if you think Demarius was better. No, Demarius. I had him, Demarius, and Crowder all last year were my one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, but look, John Brown's 2015 year, 65 receptions, a thousand yards. Uh, every that was supposed to be his jumping off point. That year still is not better than either of life at Cheryl's last two years. Again, I. I but John Brown's I might, like I might agree with you that he's going to get more yards, but I don't. And I'm not sure if he's going to have the receptions and the touchdowns to match life at Cheryl's. I just think John Brown John is Brown's so young. You know, like he has. Yeah, he's, he's 27. He's, I, I don't think he's hit his his peak yet. So, just me. That's just me. Huh? I, I, I love. I, I just love John Brown. I don't know. All right, uh, and then. I mean, my, the last ones I had I questions. Homer. Oh, John, you had another one. Sorry, I didn't. Well, what were you gonna say? Oh no, you could go. I yeah, do it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it really counts, but Jordan Matthews versus uh, Zay Jones. Yeah, that's a uh, good one. Really? I mean, a lot, a lot of people are hyping up Zay Jones, like. And wow. no one's ever been high on Jordan Matthews. That's true. He's well, just always been the the top volume guy on a bad team. Yeah, he um, or bad offense. He has fallen flat, like really, like hard. I mean, he had so much. He had so much hype around him too, sort of like Isaiah Jones does now. Um, and he just never lived up to it so far. What about Sammy Watkins on the Rams when he gets injured, when he breaks <laughs> his toe? Well, I, I mean, mean is, is, is he the number one or is Robert Woods the number? one? It's his number. Oh, yeah, is Sammy Watkins or Robert Woods? Uh, you know, like, that's dumb. That's why that they're playing together again. Oh yeah, that is actually funny. I didn't even think of that. Maybe neither until just now. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah, same here. Um, really but I think it's. I, I mean, I think in LA. I mean, I don't know for whatever reason, Cooper Cup has got Jared, Jared Goff's eyes all day. Yeah, but he doesn't know where the sun sets, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't even know where the sun sets to throw a football. Maybe you do. You throw an east. You think it's north west? Who knows? I could be a complete homer and say not homer because it's not my uh, team, but just my boy. And say uh, Crowder is the number one over Pryor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Look, Crowder had most touchdowns last year on the Redskins, and he was their number three receiver. I mean, I mean, I like Crowder too. I just, I just and there, there's a cha- there's a little chance, a small chance. I like Pryor. I'm rooting for Pryor. There's a small chance that he was a high volume guy in a bad offense like Jordan Matthews. Who Pryor? Yeah. No, but Pryor, like Pryor, has shown so much more ability yeah. last year than I think Jordan Matthews has ever shown, especially in the red zone and on deep balls too. Like he just looks a lot more talented than Matthews ever has on a shit team too. Less. Yeah, he's still. I mean, yeah, over a thousand yards, not high receptions, not high TDs. So you either think was he a high volume guy and he might regress. Or you think that he has a lot of talent, he had a shit quarterback, and he's definitely going to kill it because now he's on a good offense. Yes. Right. I think he's going to kill it. Fair yeah. enough. And a lot of people do. And I hope, and I'm I'm in the middle, I hope he does. I mean, I, I'm absolutely... I like Terrell Pryor. I mean, I don't, I don't like the Redskins, but I like Terrell Pryor. <laughs> I am absolutely happy having him in our league as my number two receiver to A.J. Green, so... 
And I'm happy having Keenan Allen. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, you son of a bitch. Two picks before me. You son of a bitch. I really wanted Keenan Allen. I, I was did. between Allen and Pryor, so. Uh, uh, I was really hoping you took Pryor. Or I was actually, I can't believe you didn't take Golden Tate. Yeah, well. How did you not? That's who I thought you were going to take. And then I knew um, John's dad wouldn't take Keenan Allen because he got burned by him last year. So well, I, was, I was fucking in the clear. I because, was in the clear. Because Golden Tate is firmly a wide receiver, too. A great wide receiver, too, but a wide receiver, too. And you don't have any question marks about him, and he's just that. He is an insanely solid wide receiver, too. Both Pryor and Allen have wide receiver one upside. Especially Allen. Allen has top five wide receiver upside. You you upset me so much with that pick. <laughs> and look, Tate's going to get you 1,000 yards, and he's going to get you 90 catches. But he's only going to get you five touchdowns. Well, he's not going to get me that. He's going to get Alice in that. <laughs> yeah, not you, but I'm saying. Like, I know, I know. I yeah, know. I would but love to have Tate on my team. And I think he's a perfectly fine wide receiver, too. An amazing wide receiver, too. But, yeah, you just see those guys like Pryor and Allen, and you're like, oh, what if I get this dude and he's a top five wide receiver? Like, how <sighs> cool will that be? I know. I, that's why I was hoping he fell. And once... Once I knew John was picking McCaffrey, and I was clear there, I really thought you were going Tate. Yeah. And then John, uh, look, uh, I'm going to talk to his. I'm going to get Alan's mom on the line. Make sure he's up on all his vaccines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure yeah, we take, yeah. his vit- take his vitamins. You know? Yeah, we're going to go from there. Take, just take a lot of calcium. Get them bone strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I'd take a running back there because if it came back around, there's no way I was getting a good running back. Well, you wanted McCaffrey, and you knew there was no way he was passing. What did, yeah. I didn't necessarily want. I just wanted a good running back. Yeah, but you love McCaffrey. You have, you have like a, a real love for McCaffrey. That's, that's another thing with fantasy drafts. If you have a guy, you shouldn't reach a round or two up. We've said this before. There was a lot of that in our draft. Oh, yeah. People really like the guy, but they're reaching a couple rounds for him. Um, I'm trying to think of a guy we saw that with. I.e., I think Marshawn Lynch by your sister. Yes. Was, could have been drafted in the third round by her. Um, and Elliot with Rupal again. I don't want to pick on Rupal because he's always very good, and he's always there every fantasy year. But he could have easily had him. He had the tenth pick. He could have easily had him on the second round wraparound. Yeah, and that's valuable. That's four. That is five or eleven, twelve, twelve. That's four other people picking where you could get a guy that's not going to be there in four spots in the first round. That's really. Valuable. That's so, four. so instead of screwing himself by, well, possibly screwing himself by having a not number one running back, he could have drafted a Melvin Gordon or a Demarco Murray or a J a GI, whoever he really wanted. Yes. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and the guy who is still there that he really wanted, and he, the guy he want really wanted was Elliot, which is fine. But he could have wasn't gonna. Yeah, he was gonna be there. Yes, one hundred percent agree. So yeah, I I mean, but you know what, people. People get worried, and they think they're gonna, someone's going to take that player, so they yeah. try and hop on him first. I mean, I but, get it. I'm not. I, I'm not, nev- not going to say I've never done it before. I've done it plenty of times. Yeah. I worry that someone's going to take a player before I want him, so I, but I, I pounce. If, no, I do that too. But if we're talking about what John did with McCaffrey, where maybe it's five spots too early, but in that round, oh, you take zero chance of getting back to you. 
then you screw it. Whatever. If even if somebody, even if it is five spots too early, then screw it. That's your guy. That's who you want. If you you just have to know how much of a chance he has to come back to you. I mean, there's always yes. a chance somebody oh. doesn't come back to you, but that. you know in your head that there's more this time than there is next time. Well, exactly. Like there was no way McCaffrey was getting back to him because not only did I have my third round pick, I had my fourth round pick before him, and I would have mm-hmm. taken McCaffrey in the fourth easily. So, and I know you would have, and I know Allison would have. So, they, and that was a smart pick to take McCaffrey at 30. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. a little early, but you knew you weren't getting him. Oh, absolutely not. All right. Speaking of uh, rookies, do we want to go on to the second segment? Yes. Um, you guys can start. I'm going to go get Ronald Deer. Oh, jeez. All right. The basic premise of this is just we're going to pick the best rookie at each position. I mean, quarterback's pretty easy. I mean, there's not that many names. Is it easy? Well, it's not easy. It's just not as many names. Oh, alright. There's like five names. It's Watson, Kaiser, Trubisky, Mahomes, and some guy named Peterman. There's a guy named Peterman? Yeah, on the, on the Bills. Oh, I don't like that guy. Oh, I don't like that guy. Tyrod. Well, Tyrod's got a concussion. And his backup has a concussion. <laughs> so... The Jets-Bills game week one might be, like, the ugliest game of all time. They better get him back because I need Tyrod to have that. I need Tyrod to hold down the outside with teams think he's going to run so McCoy can run. Yeah. I mean, I still can't believe that the Bills hate him so much. They're so stupid. So What is wrong with them? I mean... He's a good quarterback. I mean, is, is it his fault that he doesn't have any weapons besides McCoy ever? Yeah, I don't understand. It's, I just don't understand. So, I don't know. Wait, so we're doing best quarterback. Yes. Who are we going to think top quarterback is going to be? Or uh, top rookie quarterback? I mean, point scorer is just like best. We're doing rookie. I know, but like, point scorer. No, we'll yeah, no, yeah. Who do you think is going to be? Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, we're doing uh, fantasy, so we might as well do by points. I mean, top points. I mean, since he's starting from week one, Kaiser. Not yeah, I think Kaiser, too. Not necessarily. I mean, he's he, could gonna be lose, on he could suck and lose it. Um, yeah, but the Browns don't care about that right now. They just I, want to <laughs> I, I mean, I guess so. But I think it's... I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's Kaiser, but... Uh, I say Kaiser with a dark horse, Trubitsky. Yeah. I just... I, I knew I was saying... I was. I knew I was all up on Watson. Um, you were. You were couple, all up, like a month. This is this is the trouble with doing podcasts so early. Um, I was all up on him a month ago before preseason, and nothing really about preseason has changed it for me, besides the fact that that uh, Savage is obviously going to be the starting quarterback, which I didn't think was obvious before preseason. I thought Watson might play himself into it. Um, so I think just think the Texans' defense is too good. They're going to win a few games, and it's just going to take Watson a little longer to get in. Uh, I think those those Chicago people are going to – the Chicagans are going to be calling for Trubisky, though, as soon as Mike Glennon throws a pick six. Glennon's oh, going to play the Glenn first so maybe terrible. three or four games at most, I feel like. I just – I love watching the NFL draft when the, when the Bears draft to Trubisky – and all the analysts on ESPN were like, oh, it's so good he has a guy like Mike Glennon to like work off of, a veteran like Mike Glennon. It's like, who the fuck ever talked Mike Glennon up 
like this. I mean, like, a lot. Of it was, but like, no one's ever like, hey, I want to learn from Mike Glennon. Like, I mean, he's I been mean, such a, he's been such a, uh, a strong quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers these past few years. I mean, like the one chance, the he one had, time he actually got a chance, he put up like he had eight a, weeks of he had a stretch, yeah, he had a stretch no, of no. decent games, uh, and then pretty solid, and then he fell back to earth. Yeah, because they drafted Winston. I think he's Winston. decent. I they just also, think I it's mean, a shit position to be in. Who, what quarterback has ever excelled when they're the? Oh, it's good that we drafted this guy in the top of the first round so we could learn under this quarterback. That's just a death sentence for a quarterback. Yeah. Like, no quarterback has ever been like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good for me. <laughs> like, well, Rodgers learned under Favre. Rodgers learned Okay, that's learned Brett fucking he was a Favre, man. I, I know, but I, know, I was just saying. He it was, was a 25th pick. Yeah, it wasn't thanks, the man. Pick. Thanks. You really had to say Brett Favre because we all... Just saying. Just you said like, no. You said you said no one ever that sentence. I'm just saying it. It, it did work out. Yeah. For, for one okay. guy. For one guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, and, it, it was a dead sentence for Favre. He went to sending dick pics and making jeans commercials. Well, for Wrangler. <laughs> and getting yeah. To, to when hell we by talk the about when we talk about these generalities, we shouldn't compare them to all time greats. I know. I'm just saying. Um, but no, I think you're right. I think. You're right that the Texans probably have a good enough defense to keep Savage a quarterback for a while. Um, you're probably right with that. So, you're, you're, yeah, I, I guess it's Kaiser. Yeah. Kaiser's okay. starting yeah, one. Exactly what me and Brian said. I'm just, I'm a fucking or agreeing with you. Or I mean, look how many yards, just look how many yards that Bears defense. Yeah, but like without, quarterbacks without Meredith, on Bears. though, who are they going to throw? Kevin White? Who's the yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's tough. It's a tough situation. But it was a tough situation last year. And if... Barkley didn't throw six interceptions a game. He was over <laughs> 350 yards every single game. Yeah. Like, he was raking up the yards, but... Well, if Hoyer didn't just, get hurt... No. But that's what I'm saying. That offense was yielding a lot yeah. of yards. That's true. They were. I mean, but the problem is they did have Shet Jeffrey. They did have Meredith. And now they have Kevin White, Victor Cruz, and Marcus Wheaton. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that, 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 that's such a tough. That is not a good receiving core. I mean, there no. there are not there are not many receiving cores worse than that. Yeah, is Victor is Victor Cruz possibly going to be a number one wide receiver? Oh God, God, I could only hope for my boy Cruz, who just like severely has lost a step. You just hope that like they're good enough to allow Jordan Howard to find room. You know? I know, and that's my. We drafted right. We drafted after Meredith got hurt, and I came up to that seventh pick, and I had Howard ahead of McCoy throughout all the preseason, and Meredith's gone, and I'm just like, oh man, I've seen McCoy do it without an offense. I don't know. I'm not, I haven't seen Howard do it, so I had to go with McCoy. Well, now I'm stuck with two two teams that have Jordan Howard because nah, he's still going to be good. But I, I like him. But you're just I, hoping it's not a girly situation where he just gets stuffed, then he has no room. Well, let's see. I had the choice I had in one league. I really, I got him a ten, so I really can't complain. Mm-mm. Really, Left can't complain. Jordy and Demarco. But I, yeah, I bet my had got Michael Thomas. But I had, yeah, I had Michael Thomas in the wraparound, so <laughs> I was okay with it. And then I grabbed Keenan Allen. So. You're going heavy on the Howard Montgomery. Yeah, you know what? And and the funny thing was, I wasn't a big, I wasn't a huge advocate of Montgomery. But he started working. You really weren't. But he started like the the way they were using him, and the fact that he just kept, I I kept seeing that he was falling way too far, in my opinion, 
for a guy if who's going to catch a lot of passes. If we go back, boop, 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 <laughs> go back to our running back rankings. Oh, he's low for me. You were. It wasn't even that it was low. You were killing John for having him so high. I, I was, and it wasn't even high. It was like twenty-two, I think. Uh, twenties, possibly. You have been drafting him higher than where John had him because the way that I felt they were using him in the preseason, and they, and they were talking him up so much. And we definitely have risers. We have people that we had rankings. Uh, the no, preseason I, I, came I'm like fifteen. Yeah, what? Yeah. I'm like fifteen. Okay. We did our rankings before the preseason, which is tough. Um, let's name some of our risers. We had Montgomery has risen. McCaffrey has really risen. Um, Hyde has risen. Yeah, Hyde, Hyde is. I mean, I'm I'm mad I haven't even gotten Hyde, and he is one of the guys I am fucking so big on this year. The only thing I don't like is he has a pretty murderous row. His first five games. It's but that's good though. No, that's good because then you could possibly grab him from someone. Who may be Why like have a, no in our league have. you do in our league you do but I'm saying in other leagues and not just we're not just talking about us Brian we're talking to the people who actually listen to us that, I know so maybe someone is in a league where they wanted them but they didn't get them and now after three four games Hyde hasn't produced well because of tough matchups fucking you buy him low and mm-hmm. he's done that's true uh, I, mean, I mean if Donald comes back for the Rams he has Panthers Seahawks Rams Cardinals. Yeah, it's rough. It's so, tough. I mean, that's just a tough top four games. But, but then he, after that, he has Colts, Redskins, Cowboys, Eagles. That's pretty simple. <laughs> uh, so who else? Who else? I mean, Riser obviously Kareem Hunt, uh, well, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, well, he ro- ro- rose for everybody. Yeah, that is was one in our league. He got picked in the beginning of the second. He got picked what the. He, I, I think Todd Gurley and Jay 20th, 20th by Jay. Jay is crazy. Jay, I hope you're listening to this while you're, you're holding crazy. your little new baby. That you're a crazy person. Matthew Berry had um, had him ranked one spot ahead of Todd Gurley. That's insane. I'm sorry. I, I mean, people. Yeah, one, once um, Ware got injured, Matthew Berry had him. Uh, I think. Why one do? Spot ahead but, of why do people think Kareem Hunt is all of a sudden going to be a better running back? Then I mean, it's a, more, no, like, 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 more like Andy Reid. But why, always has yeah, but why is he? Why is he higher than? Yeah, they're because they're re- they are really. You think Andy Reid, and you think somebody's gonna have, and you think he's gonna have a great running back. I know, but I'm still not crazy enough to put him ahead of a, another rookie named Leonard Fournette, who I think is just a better running back, or Christian McCaffrey, who looks yeah. crazy. I, think, I don't know if he's uh, gonna. Uh, he's not being put in front of Fournette, but he is being put in front of McCaffrey. Who just has so much more? But, if you, like, but if you said explosions. if you said Barry put uh, Kareem Hunt in front of Gurley, then I'm assuming Gurley. Yeah, he, he put had him around there. So he probably had him ahead of Fournette too. Yeah, look, I mean, Hunt's a third round pick. You're usually, I mean, yeah, it happened with uh, Jordan Howard last year. There's usually one guy a year that's a rookie running back that's a lot better than his pick, but that's usually one guy a year. So still late third round pick. Um. So, I just uh, how, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, if he was a first round pick and where got hurt, if he was a if he was a first round pick and where got hurt, I'd be a lot more comfortable with putting him in that girly area. But yeah, again, yeah, you're not just automatically amazing because you have that role. Yeah, exactly. And 
I, I just I just think I think it's insane the way people are overvaluing him. Like I obviously where it goes down, Hunt obviously goes up, but I wasn't drafting him any low any higher than four or five. There was no way. I'm sorry. No, I'd rather have Carlos Hyde in a heartbeat before I have Kareem Hunt. I think he's a very, very um, good fourth round. I think that's a good. Yeah, yeah I'm. I, I think four. I don't think I'd let him drop to five, but four would be where I got him. And you're right, because if you're going to talk about Andy Reid with running backs, and you have to talk about Shanahan with, with running backs, with offense, and Carlos Hyde is a higher draft pick, uh, had always had more talent. So it's hard to justify saying that Hunt is automatically yeah. an RB1 and Hyde is not even close to an RB1. I mean, good for, good for the people who draft Scream Hunt if he, if he goes off. Fine. But I, I, mean, not I, I think it'll be that. fine. It's not, I, I mean, I don't have to see it before, like, you know, like, oh, he's an automatic RB1. But, yeah. like, like, he'll be fine, I think. He'll be, he'll fill in solidly for whatever running back. Oh, I just, yeah. Also, I just I'm not as high on Leonard Fournette as you guys are. I don't think. I mean, no. I mean, I I'm, a I'm not as high fan. as Anthony is, but I am high. But I don't right think now? he's a first round player, and you. No. I think Anthony would pick him with the twelfth. No, I would. I would if Freeman wasn't there. I probably would have taken Fournette over Gordon, Melvin Gordon, because I'm not. I'm just not high on Gordon either. There's mm. a few people I'd take over Melvin Gordon, though. I, I'm not drafting Melvin Gordon in any league. Me either. Because he's never going to fall to the position where I'd want to draft him, which is about 16th, yep. 17th yep. or so. That's when I would draft him. So he'll never get there. So he's just never going to be on my team. I'd rather have Ajayi. I'd rather have DeMarco Murray. I rather, and these are. I think I'd rather have Gordon than Ajayi. I'd rather have Gurley than, than, than Gordon. Ajayi got like half his points in like Gurley. three games. Maybe Gurley. I'd rather have Gurley. Ajayi got like half his points no, in three true. games. Yeah, so, like, like, honestly, I, like, I know Gordon's going to regress a little bit in touchdowns, but I think that offense. They they score so many points that he's going to yeah. get. And, he, and he's going to be fine coming out of the back catching. So, like. I mean, like, yeah, 15, 16. Like, I want to draft a Jai. Yeah, but Jai also almost averaged five yards. He averaged a full yard of carry higher than Gordon. And Jai didn't even have a full season really behind him, whereas Gordon has had two full seasons behind him and hasn't really showed the yards for carry yet. You know? Let look at... Jai only had, what, how many games? But 10 games, maybe? He had those 12 games. He had those games of 200 yards, whatever. Yeah, and he had then, two and games of 200 yards. And three, then, games, oh, three games. Three games total. Three games of 200 yards. Besides that, he No, had, he did not have three games of 200 yards. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, week, week 16. Week 16. Against week against Buffalo. Six, week 16. He had two seven. of them against Buffalo and one against Pitt. Yeah, he had three, three games of 200 wow, yards. Wow, he did. Well, that's good. I, mean, <laughs> that, I know, you really can't like, oh, he only had... Wow, <laughs> I did not know he had three <laughs> no, games of 200 yards. Yeah, no, but besides that, he had... First game he didn't play. I know, but it's hard then, to like, say. It's 14, hard. 28, 33, 42. Yeah, I mean, he only had one other game. 45, 61, but it's hard to say, like, oh, 59. most of his yards came from the three 200-yard games. No, I'm yeah, saying, that's <laughs> insane. I'm saying if you play him during those three games, you're most no, likely going to win because you're getting 30 points. Like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm just saying. But he also only had, so, he besides those three games, he only had over 80 yards once. Exactly. Like, besides so it's... That. It, it's very hit or miss, and which like, and if I'm picking a, a, a running back that high, I'd rather have consistency than yeah, so. Like, so four, so four games of or four to five games of the season, you have a top 
two to three running back, yeah. and the rest you have a bottom thirty. I just is I don't what know. he was last year. I just feel like he could be more explosive than Gordon can. Yeah. And he this was his first year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Remember, he so, also went like remember he also went like eight wall in the beginning of the season. Oh yeah. So remember, like he like yeah. didn't know where he was and like. The Miami Dolphins. Oh, and it was he didn't old. go AWOL. They left him. They left on the plane without him. They uh. they McAllistered him. <laughs> they home alone him. And look, like it wasn't. He he was like one minute late, and they left on the plane without him. Yeah, and Kevin, then Kevin stepped up, made a bunch of traps. Jay stepped up, had a bunch of two hundred yard games. I'm um, so yeah. He treated I, defenses I, like Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, basically. That's what he I did. I like. I like. Uh, I like Ajayi, but he's he's such a weird one for me. <laughs> uh, all right, so where the hell were we? What were we but talking about? But then again, okay, so Ajayi had... So Ajayi had the same amount of 200-yard games than Melvin that Melvin Gordon had 100-yard games. Yeah, because Melvin Gordon was not a good running back. So this is... But this is what we're saying. You wouldn't... So you're saying uh, I, there's no way I'm drafting Ajayi over Gordon. If you're saying that Ajayi did all of his games in three games. So did Gordon, who had 196 one game, 111 and 1 and 2. But the only problem is those were all 100 yard games. I'm with you. I'm with you, Brian. John John is on the other side with the Gordon. But I'm saying, his touchdowns, I think, are more reliable than Ajayi because that offense is better and scores a bunch more touchdowns. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be like. I'm I'm with you guys. Like I would not draft Gordon unless I had to. But, at, right. Like at like sixteen or fifteen, sixteen, where just the value is just ridiculous. Right, wait, so how yeah. many how many touchdowns did Gordon have last year? Like fifteen or fourteen? Like he had twelve okay. total. How many how many touchdowns did he have the year before? Zero. Zero. Yes. Yeah, that, 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 that is gonna even out to about eight, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So the whole so the whole the offense is too good. The wall clearly wasn't good enough to get him more than zero touchdowns his rookie year. I mean, and I mean, and Ajayi had he may have been like like overwhelmed, you know, take him a season to adjust. And Ajayi you know. had eight touchdowns. No, too, that's very true. Right, Ajayi had eight touchdowns. Did he? So, have eight? Right. Yeah. So honestly, I would rather have the running back that I feel like could go for those two hundred yard games and can average yeah. possibly that five yards per carry, or Melvin Gordon can't. Melvin he Gordon is not. Fu- he averaged a full yard. A carry more than Melvin. Right. Melvin Gordon was Jeremy Hill with more touchdowns. Mm, I wouldn't go that low, but yeah, I, I, he, I he still has a better <laughs> yards per carry than he Jeremy does. Hill. I know, I know he does. And I'm sorry. he he has he's getting better as a receiver, so yeah. that helps. There's that, that. Help. but he's, I, and he's, he's, like, he's still he's, not good. Like Jeremy Hill's just like slow and stupid. Like Gordon's got some like his capability. Like yeah, fuck you, Jeremy Hill. Nah, seriously. this is a good conversation, Gordon versus Ajay. Because you know nobody is drafting Gordon over Ajay, but from all statistics, Ajay was the better player last year. Wait, you say no one's drafting Gordon over Ajay? I mean the other way. Nobody's drafting Ajay over, over Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, the... But from but. Besides, this, everything besides touchdowns, and Ajayi was the better player. Yeah, I I think so, and I I would if it came down for me, I I know I would have drafted Ajayi over Gordon. That's just, but it has, hasn't felt to me like that way. So I have I haven't had to make that decision yet. So Gordon had a very similar year to Lamar Miller. More touchdowns. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, besides the touchdowns, yeah. but like that's Miller had more. 
yards and um, average .1 more yards a carry. But yeah, without the touch, he only had five touchdowns. Yeah. So we we all know how touchdowns are. Yeah. How many times do you have to tell you? Unless you're somebody like Brandon Marshall, like this huge body receiver for, for his whole career has been a touchdown guy. Or like Gronk or Eifert or just people that you know are touchdown dudes. Yeah. We don't have to keep telling you that touchdowns go up and down. Yep. That's it. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. So, me, I, I'm resting my case with a Jai. Me too. Oh, I still I still don't draft either of them in the first round. Agreed. That's my... Oh, I mean, I, I can't say that for sure, depending on how it goes. I don't. I don't draft either of them in the first I mean, yeah, unless our, your first round goes the first oh. ten picks are running backs. It's a lot of running backs. <laughs> yeah. well, but, but then I'm still taking Antonio Brown. <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. So. Yeah, then I'm still going uh, Brown and Beckham back-to-back and just being like, well, <laughs> well, fuck you, running back jerks. <laughs> I'm going to kill it. Uh, all right, yeah, that makes sense. That's true, actually. Um, all right, so what are we, what are we on? What are we, what are we talking about? Well, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. That was I got I got lost in the sauce from that conversation. Yeah, that we're, now we're at running us. backs. Yeah. Who's the top rookie running back? Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Oh uh, well, we didn't even get to that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, this one I feel like is going to be heated. Anthony, I feel like we all have our favorites. We do. I'm yeah. a, obviously well, my I'm a, favorites with John. You have McCaffrey. The only thing I worry about McCaffrey, like if we're talking P, like PPR or whatever, I could see that because he's by far, eh, not by far, but he's like pretty clearly the best receiver out of that. Cooks close. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen Hunt enough to like. No, make, there's nobody's even close. McCaff- nobody's McCaffrey, even close. McCaffrey, McCaffrey. McCaffrey is like a hybrid. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, and then it's Cook, and then I guess probably Hunt or he uh, possibly Mixon. comes oh, into Mixon. the league as the best yeah. the yeah. receiver with the best. Route running capabilities, right there with Johnson and Bell. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I think it, it may take the Panthers a couple games to get unstubborn and stop playing Jonathan Stewart so much. Like, like the only thing I worry about him is Jonathan Stewart on the goal line. Uh, Cam Newton on the goal line. Cam Newton on the goal line. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You have Cam Newton, taking but again, the goal he's line. McCaffrey's going to be awesome coming out of the flat on the goal line too, and just burning linebackers. Yeah. So like, but I just think for I can see McCaffrey getting six touchdowns. Yeah, I mean that's respectable. For I him. I think Fournette is going to get two hundred. I think he get two hundred fifty touches, whether it be receiving, you know, receptions or or carries. Okay, and Fair. I think and I think he's going to see the bulk of a of a goal line a bulk of goal line carries with a, a more standardized offense where you're not going to have like I mean yeah Bortles does run for some touchdowns if Bortles is the quarterback uh, does run for some touchdowns but. Fournette's going to be that guy, and he's yeah. he's not a guy who needs. I don't think he's going to be a guy who needs three attempts to get that every time. He's going to get. I, I can see Fournette with eight touchdowns this year, and maybe eleven hundred rushing yards. I can see him with eight touchdowns too, or eleven hundred. But we talked about offenses. One one running back's going into a much more stable offense. I like them both. Um, you could also put. A lot of people are putting Hunt there now, but just because of the, because uh, he's in a great offense. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I, I don't think a great offense. The thing about but then again, how much are they going to run Tyreek Hill in the red zone on these crazy yeah. different plays? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not even putting Hunt in the discussion. I don't think it's going to be no, no. All right, what about this for Fournette? Um, 
much. Uh, I'm not saying much higher. I'm higher on McCaffrey than Fournette because McCaffrey skill set is all about his capability, being really quick on his feet, great moves and everything. Fournette is just downhill, make one cut and run downhill and try to run over someone. That works in college. But when he played against the big boys from like Alabama and like the big like SEC schools, he wasn't as effective because those were like actual pro defenders. So I'm just saying I'm not he's not gonna have the same success using that style in the NFL because the guys are gonna be he's gonna be running into I mean, you linebackers. Grow as a running back too. I mean he yeah. he has talent. You see he does talent, have talent, but I'm so saying his main attack is not gonna be useful. But you're gonna have an offensive coordinator he's, who's gonna work with him. How, he's how, still how good is the, the Jaguars? How good he's is the not, Jaguars? Look, he's not he's not the fridge. He, no, I know. I he's know. not blunt. He's still But he's not Brandon Jacobs. Fournette's still yes, he's big bruiser, but he's that's he's not just a big bruiser. He was still very athletic. Yeah, he look, seeks out contact and that might be something that they have to teach him not to do. So he could prolong his career. But you want to see but someone he, like like Deuce McAllister for the Saints back in the day mm-hmm. was not a guy who would like do like three cuts and make moves. No, he was a guy who would run and he would get some contact and he would still keep fucking going and he could still make well, a Deuce move. McAllister, I, I, McAllister I would, was I would, a great running back. I would, but I would like but on the underrated running back. But I would Corey like Dillon. I could see him being a Corey he, Dillon type. Exactly. Guy. You exactly. know, you you take you as long as he can identify the one cut and hole he wants to go to. Mm. He has enough steam, if he gets ahead of steam, to just be that four and a half, four and a half, four and a half, no, yeah, and I commit, pound I you and pound you and then rip one off at the yeah. end. You, he has all, that type of style. Yeah, do you think like a Nickelback's going to want to get in his way? Like, oh, well, Fortnite would, like, Fortnite's going to take down these... these well, if the Nickelback's playing, it probably... Well, like, these, pass, these, so, defensive, like, not necessarily. these defensive backs are going to get wrecked by Fournette. I'm sorry. Look, I, I really like them both. I think... Um, I just think it's going to be an adjustment period for Fournette where he's look, not going to I think be they're both better than Melvin Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the ja- I'm not, it's also based on the Jaguars' offensive line and not trusting them as much. And also, all this different stuff that Carolina is yeah. going to be able to do with Cam and McCaffrey, which is almost as unique a combo in the backfield as I can think of in the NFL. Yeah, oh, it's really cool. Really? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a very dynamic offense. It's, re- it's really cool what they have there. But, yeah, these guys were just so highly... Like, Fournette, it was just a guy that, for years, was like, this is the dude. Kind of like how Gurley was, but Gurley just got... Gurley just got... You know, sometimes it's all about who drafts you. And yeah. he got drafted along with Jeff Fisher. And that really fucked him up yeah. last year. <laughs> I really hope Gurley bounces back because he's too good of a running back. Would the Packers with Rodgers and Montgomery have, like, you think that's a pretty unique backfield, too? I'm thinking Rodgers, I mean, it's a different type of running style for Rodgers. He does it more for escapability. Both Montgomery's being really good pass catcher and, like, small yeah, and nimble. But I, I think McCaffrey's a much better running back than Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery's only done it for nine weeks, basically. Exactly. Let's not forget that McCaffrey was. Not a slouch as a yeah. I mean, his guy. his dad was Ed McCaffrey. He was one of the best college players of the past three oh, well, years. Great, what amazing wide receiver of the nineties. But no, I was talking. Christian McCaffrey was one of the best college players. Oh no, they, you say it was about his dad though. Ed McCaffrey, like, was an amazing wide receiver. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I was just assuming that oh. was. 
I didn't say. Well, everyone knows who Ed McCaffrey is. Oh, you okay. got people who listen to this podcast who were 16, 17 years old who have no fucking idea who Ed McCaffrey is. Well, first off, let's not the, curse what, if they're 17 years old. Yeah, I'm saying, where old. are their parents? We, we put the E explicit, and you're saying 16 year olds aren't listening to the quote unquote rap music nowadays. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're such like a freaking. Let's like, move like, on to wide You're such a person uh, from the 80s trying to no, scare people. Rap music uh, in the 90s. I'm just saying. Uh, there's, there's an explicit there's an explicit tag on our on our podcast. They know what they get into. Let's move on to wide receivers. Funny story. One of my cousin's moms before uh, when he was young, he would whenever he would buy a CD, his mom had to listen to it first and tell him what songs he could. Ah, oh, that's the do. worst. That's it, awful. It, it was my sad, mom didn't so give a shit. No, I had, Zach. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I had like Wu Tang Clan albums when I was like nine. Yeah, let me see what kind of potty mouth <laughs> you had. Yeah, I had um. One of my first CDs was uh, Marshall Matters LP. Uh, that's just like good, like you know, stuff talking stuff about like women beating and all cursing oh, yeah. and just like Perfect. cursing your dad. Thirty Six Chambers of Death was one of my first CDs. Oh, that's great. Okay, let's. Uh, Weezer was let's my move fir- on to we- Weezer, we- Weezer was my first CD. If you want to see where we're all coming from, that was your first CD. Yeah, you want to know my first the CD? Blue al- the Blue Album. Yeah. Mine was actually my first CD. Was that's actually a great first uh, CD. Uh, I still have it. Queen's Greatest Hits mm-hmm. was my first too. CD. Nice. Like, it was amazing. It had, like, fucking We Are the Champions. Wait, wait, did it have all the greatest hits? Well, it didn't have Bohemian Rhapsody on it because it had Queen, like, had two two CDs that were greatest hits, and Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't on that one. But it had, like, Bicycle and wait, uh, We Are the Champions. Did, it, did the, the first greatest hits album come out before Bohemian Rhapsody? No, it was, it was like, it was like, they came out, like, around the same time. So you can get, like, Greatest Hits 1, Greatest Hits Volume 2. And I got previous I think it was volume two. So, first, so it was like I, Pepsi vs. Coke? Like no. You to see which one. Queen has so many goddamn hits, they couldn't put it on a CD, yeah. on one CD back in the 90s. I know, I know. I love Queen too. Queen's awesome. I know for a fact my first cassette was the Men in Black soundtrack. And... <laughs> wow. I'm wow. not sure if... <laughs> that was your first cassette? Um, oh, yeah. There were CDs back then, though, weren't there? Yeah, he's younger than me. Of course there were CDs. I'm just saying, like... Come on, why didn't you get it yeah, on CD? Yeah, but we still had... No, there were CDs there were back cassettes. then, but there were still... But it was transitioning to CDs. And you still had cassette players. I know, yeah. but that's crazy, though. Like, that came out in 95. I think my first CD was in 93. Yeah, <laughs> well, and then... I'm not sure if my first CD... I know I had Enema of the State, Nimrod, and the Aqua CD. The Barbie Girl <laughs> band. Wow. Famous for Barbie Girl. I know you, I had those three. Can you but name that's what your parents buy for you. My yeah. my my first cassette was uh, Rock the House, uh, Fresh Prince, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. There you course. go. I love then, that fucking cassette. Then what? one um one year for Christmas, I w- like I was just like, Mom, I'm getting into music in a big way. I want CDs <laughs> for <laughs> Christmas, and she was like, and this is when eBay first came out. Um, so it's just like the dawn of internet buying and she didn't really know what was up and I didn't really know what was up and I didn't know what a credit card was yet and she gave me a credit card and she was like buy yourself like buy yourself five CDs I bought like 30 CDs (laughs) and I had to write letters to every person I bought the CD from on eBay to try to return them because my mom got oh, so pissed off, what a dick. and I was able—I returned like ten of them. Awesome. So I had like twenty awesome CDs. Like I had Sublime, I had uh, a nice Led Zeppelin CD, I had Blues Travelers, 
I had a of course, of course. I had um, Purple Haze by Cameron. That was pretty cool. Nice. I had uh, May CD. I love Cameron. Oh, also, wait, can you name one other song be- besides Barbie Girl from Aqua? Because I, no. I was trying oh, to... Yeah, yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, calling Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, get know. up now, wake up now. Didn't they, like a, didn't they have like a Tarzan song? Like Jane of the Jungle or something like that? I mean, they might have. I think they did. My, my, younger, my oldest daughter, uh, when she was about two, three years old, she loved that Barbie Girl song. So my mom burned a CD with that song on it like 20 times oh, in a row. Oh, God. So it was just a 20-track CD of fucking Barbie Girl that my daughter would listen to every fucking day. The things you do for your kid. Oh, man. I fucking hate that song so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to... Um... Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. <laughs> let's go to some wide receivers. Rookie wide receivers. Uh, you could have you segued with that. <laughs> like with the Barbie Girl. All right. I don't know how, but yeah, Barbie girl, Juju Smith Schuster is going. To... <laughs> oh man! All right, top receiver. Who do you think top receiver is going to be? I mean, I, I would have said before Mike Williams got injured, probably Mike Williams. But yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of like random hype around Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I've heard uh, that too. I've heard that. Who else? If Queen Le Benjamin, I mean, yes, everyone's. Touting his yeah, um yeah, yeah. his preseason, he could be great again. He okay. could be the monster again. But you know, if Queen Le Benjamin isn't good or is pretty good, Curtis Samuel, second round pick, slot receiver, they just haven't really had many good receivers. He, Who knows? he apparently is like almost as fast as John Ross. Like he's really? just a straight burner. Well, speaking of yeah. John Ross, well, I mean, you could let me finish my thought. And you know how... Uh, I mean, you were, you were done talking. Not really. I'm just saying, with Cam's arm, that could be a very profitable, prolific combo. Maybe not first year, but then one. Yeah, so that's one of them. I mean, is everybody kind of going... It seems like everybody's kind of picking between Corey Davis and Zay Jones um, yeah, out there when yeah. it comes to the I mean, experts. There's also like a huge hype around Cooper Cup. I, I've taken them as just late-round flyers, just you know trying to... That's what you do, man. You gotta take those yeah. those, those chances with the late. Yeah, practice. but then you also have um, golf thrown to him. No, but I'm saying like that. A, uh, a Cooper Cup is a good pick in like the 14, 15 Cup. rounds. You know, like that's. that's I what you still haven't to, seen one person take Curtis Samuel. No, that's true. But I, uh, I just not so much hype around. Yeah, him. there isn't yet. Um, I still think. If I'm going to go with it, I think I'm going to go Corey Davis. I'm going to go with, the, the, yeah. the, I guess, the quote-unquote chalk of Corey Davis. Uh, I picked him in one of my leagues. Like, he should be all healed up from his injury. What, what is it, hamstring or something? He has some sort yeah. of injury this preseason. But he, him, like, and, it, him and Eric Decker yeah. got matching hamstring injuries. I wouldn't, I wouldn't they be They came worried. back to practice at the same time. Holding so, hands. But fine. the only thing I'm worried about him is that, like, that receiving core is pretty, the pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I know. Like Rashard mm-hmm. Matthews, Eric Decker, Corey Davis, then you got Henry and Murray. And Delaney Walker. And Delaney Walker. Like, yeah, I like off- their weapons. That offense is going to be so good. Their offensive line is But that fantastic. could be good for someone like him where he doesn't have to, have to like shoulder the load and then he could like sort of emerge. You know? Kind of thing like Sterling Sharp like last year kind of thing where... Who? Like a Sterling Sharp kind of thing where he's just like in the shadow. But Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sh- Sharp. Sharp. Oh, I'm like Sterling Sharp played a long time ago for the Packers. <laughs> no, I'm going old school receivers. Um, huh. But no, yeah, I, I'm, 
Except he's more the prototypical big body, six foot three type wide receiver. So could be a good yeah, I mean, he's, red zone target. I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna be an eight hundred yard type guy. I'm looking for any of these guys. I, I don't know who's going to be that thousand-yard receiver in these rookies, and that's kind of what I'm looking for. But tough, tough to find those. I mean, it's. I think. I think if you're looking, I think if you want the safest bet, it's Corey Davis. I think. Yep. Zay yeah. Jones is probably the has the biggest chance of getting over a thousand yards just because of the volume. That's fair, and especially if Jordan Matthews continues to be beat up, or like Jordan he, Matthews. It, it continues to be Jordan Matthews. I mean, yeah, Jordan Matthews is always beat up, so that's going to be Jordan Matthews. Okay. Um, he's going to be Jordan, Jordan Matthews. Thought... Is going to be Jordan Matthews, and yes, Dave Jones has a good shot. Yeah. Um, like I said, unless something goes horribly wrong, Tyrod is usually around the top ten or in the top ten. He can throw yeah. the ball well. So, uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Zach. I'll go with Zach. I just like the rookie running back so much more than the wide receivers this year. To be There's honest, so much yeah. more excitement exactly. around the running backs. There Isn't is. it kind of weird that the running backs are kind of now making, like, swinging back towards coming being back. more exciting? They're like, coming back. It was all about the receivers for, like, the past, what, like, six years? For a while, yeah. yeah. Like, starting like starting before, like, Gurley. Uh, I guess Gurley and Well, as teams... As teams go a little less positionless and start to use their wide receivers more um, in more ways, then they'll become just as valuable. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Yeah. Right, you want to do, yes. do tight end really fast? Well, There's really ends. only two. Yeah. Uh, three. 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 Yeah. Njoku, Howard, and Ingram. Njoku. Ah, uh, Njoku. Yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna go. Also, there's actually four. Who's the fourth? George Kittle, uh, San Francisco 49ers. They just traded. Oh, they McDonald. did trade McDonald. That's true. They did and, trade McDonald. Uh, I mean, I know how much you love all the guys on the 49ers offense. I do, uh, Anthony. I do. But I mean, that's like that's very long shot. Yeah, that you, is. You could still go. In, like I still rather have Ingram, Howard, and eh. especially since. Tight end is not a rookie position. Exactly, it's not. Yeah, unless your name is Rob Gronkowski, tight end is not a rookie position. Sure. Even so, someone like a Jimmy Graham even took a year. To the only out reason the why I'm going with Ingram, and I like him this year, is because he, they're just—he's not going to really be used much as a tight end. He's no. not going to be thrown out of the game because he's not blocking well. Because they have Red Ellison to block, so yeah, like, like it's not going to go through those. I don't think he's going to go through as many growing pains with blocking because I don't think they. I don't think they drafted him to be a blocker. I don't think that, like they'll be like I, I would be surprised if they line them up next to an offensive lineman like more than like twenty percent of the time. I feel yeah. like like he, he, one he's great the, in the slot. And if they have the an injury so, to one of so the three quick. receivers, then if one of those three receivers gets injured, then he's a great option. See, I think I'm going to go with Njoku. Yeah, I, I think him. He, you know he's a rookie. Kaiser's a rookie. I think they're, they're all gonna, rookies. They're all rookies. I think they're gonna have a connection where they're gonna use Njoku as sort of like I I I know we use it a lot, but safety blanket in the way that a young offense like that is not gonna want to constantly go deep 
and they're gonna Najoku's gonna get a lot of these receptions over the middle, like six, you know, six, seven yards. And who knows, maybe he becomes that like that one year Gary Barnage was two years ago. I like, was just gonna say, where's Carnage Barnage now? Gone. I What's think, going I, on? He's gone. I think he's out of the league. He is, I yeah. think he's gone. He's out of the league? I think so. I don't think he's on a team anymore. He got cut by Cleveland? Oh yeah, no, he totally got cut by Cleveland a while ago, a long while ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's gone. So I think. Are I think, you sure? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Uh, I don't believe Gary that. Barnage, unsigned free agent. Yeah, he's he is not he uh, he had his he had his year of fame. Good on him. Uh, <sighs> good on you. But I think the Joku could be that. that uh, obviously, I think he young much younger and continue to doing it. What a answers, good but. fling, though. What a good fling he was. Yes. <laughs> 80 receptions, 100, 1,040 yards, 9 touchdowns. Like, what a fling. And I had him on my team. Just a good, a good, you know, a good hot winter with Barnard. And how many people got so screwed the next year thinking Barnard was going to be a number uh, one tight end? I didn't draft him the next year. I, never, oh, I wasn't even close in drafts. He was, I mean, uh, I loved him. I yeah. talked him up, but I didn't draft him. He I was, talked him up because I loved him, but deep down I knew. He was so overvalued. More people... In what situation did more people get screwed? Peyton Hillis having one ridiculous... Oh, Peyton Hillis. No, Peyton Hillis. Oh, Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis. He still wasn't that high. Hey, no, he still got over... Eh, well, 600 yards. Peyton, <laughs> Peyton Hillis was on the goddamn cover of Madden. Yeah. What? No, Barnage wasn't that... Barnage was still like a 12th round draft pick last year, but he was a draft pick is the thing. He was just... Yeah, I just... Uh, but I think I'm still going to Joku. Um... All right, I have one thing on here that I think we can sort of quickly talk about is who will be the biggest surprise of the season. And for me, it's not one player. I thought about this after I wrote it. Was I think it's the combo of Hoyer, Garcon, and Hyde. And I think a lot of people are are down the 49ers because they look like shit last year. Oh yeah. But with Kyle Shanahan there. The upgrade of Garcon, the upgrade, I think Hoyer's an upgrade, and Hyde being healthy, that offense, those three can really do some damage. So I think that's going to be the biggest surprise of the season. I think a lot of people are down on Garcon, down on Hyde, and obviously Hoyer is a good two-quarterback play yes. or a backup quarterback in one-quarterback leagues. But I think they're all undervalued, and they're going to be a huge surprise this year. How oh. much is your heart going to be broken if Hoyer doesn't make it through the year? Oh, man, Hoyer is going to make it through the year, and he's going to be so good. So good. I, your I'm heart's th- going to be crushed. I'm thinking, like, this is Hoyer's. This because Hoyer's going to throw for 3,800, 3,900, which is not a lot. Um, but it, he, you know, he's, not, he's not a top-tier quarterback. So, like, 3,800, 25 touchdowns, and like interception? 12 interceptions. So, not crazy, but... Better than anything the Jets are going to produce. Better than I think he's going to be a he's gonna be like a like a eighteenth rank. Probably better than anything like Drew Brees going to produce. All right, so at least you're not going crazy with him. No, no, no. no. But Garcon, I still think is going to produce eleven hundred yards, maybe eight touchdowns, and Hyde, I think, can go for uh, twelve hundred total. You know. Yards and yeah, yeah. I mean, Garcon could definitely be a wide receiver too. That's being drafted like a flex. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I I think Garcon is completely being overlooked this year. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I just I think we all might be pumping those brakes on the turn. I mean, we might be pushing the gas on the turnaround like one season too early. You think so? That's a, there's a chance. Yeah, 
I think I think it's gonna be next year. I mean, they did really, lose I, Anthony Davis. Yeah, I think you together. I think next year is gonna be the year where they put it together. But I'm just that's just me. I'm excited. I'm really and, excited. And we have seen these offensive gurus go into head coach positions and. And just poopy. Be, poop, and be, be poopy. poopy. Be poopy, yeah. That's true. Like, what's his name on the Patriots? Josh McDaniels. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, man. I just got depressed about Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't be. Hyde's going to be good this year. So that, right. should, that should about wrap it up for uh, us yeah. here at the Fantasy Ones. That was pretty good. Yes. Uh, so, as always. Yes. Follow us on Twitter at, at fantasy underscore lens. That's an actual underscore. It's not fantasy, like spell out underscore lens. Uh, go to fantasylens.wordpress.com for all your, uh, if you'd like to read for some reason. Uh, if you still like to read. Yeah, go to, I mean, we're on Google Play, Stitcher, as well as iTunes. Just type in our names. That's sure. big. Google Play is big for the Android listeners. Why, why are you telling us I'm that? I'm just saying. I'm saying they people. know it. I'm right. just saying. Um, and then what else? Oh, like, leave ratings, like subscribe to shit, and um, you know, email us any questions at fantasylenspodcast at gmail, on Twitter. We're always happy to help. Give us your, uh, you know, your drafted lineup, and we'll give you a grade and maybe make fun of you. Probably not too bad, but yeah. that's fine. There's still a big drafting week for Labor Day weekend, so people are still mm-hmm. drafting. Yeah, so. my league's Tuesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... Got a few few more drafts for us. Right after the deadline. Everyone's going nuts, so everyone enjoy your Labor Day weekend, and we'll be uh, back before just before the season starts, I think. Right? Props. So. Probably. All right. Enjoy your week. <laughs>